Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by Kaleida Health. Hoo-ah! It's One Bills Live. It's hour number two here on a Thursday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Motoring our way through a Thursday edition of the show. And it is time now for Sound Bits. Presented by Tim Hortons. Hear how quarterback Josh Allen, safety Jordan Poyer, and the rest of the Bills are preparing to brave what could be another snow game should the circumstances arrive this Saturday night against the Dolphins. We know it's going to be snow. Uh, that's, and I asked our, uh, our guy, Jeff Mazurek, I go, what do we expect? And he just said snow. That's it. So um, it's going to be snowy and cold for them. It's going to be snowy and cold for us. Um, we'll have to deal with it to, to the best of our abilities. Is there anybody on the team that really likes it, the cold? Dawson Knox. Just, just take all those photos outside and warm ups with this tank top on, and he looks good. So, I'm not going to do that. Oh, we can't wait. Um, yeah, I mean, in the cold is how football is meant to be played, and I think everyone that's up here is happy to play in the cold. We just came in from a 20 degree practice like it was nothing. Um, so we're we're super excited for the elements. And we hope we hope it's as cold as it can possibly be on Saturday night. You get off the plane and that windshield hits you for the first time. It it plays a factor. You know, it definitely it played a factor in my head. I'm like, I do not want to be here right now. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, playing in Buffalo, playing in December in Buffalo, um, it's not the easiest task to do. Um, but again, it's it's cold for them. It's cold for us. Uh, we we get to practice in it. That's one advantage that we get, and it's something that we've played in before. So. Um, we got to use it. Now that we're used to it, it's it's like nothing. But um, something that can affect the game a little bit more would be like 
harsh winds, rain, snow, stuff like that. But um, we're as used to it as anybody, so we'll be ready for it. This is our weather here, you know what I mean? Uh, so it'll be good to uh, get those guys down here and play play a great game. I think right now um, we feel most of it would be here Saturday is according to the the model. Like, the, the you know, nothing as as big as what was last time and more of it on game day. So we'll continue to track it and monitor it, you know, and hopefully, hopefully we can play this game here. I mean, they're going to be in the same conditions we're in. Um, you know, it's not like every day we're out playing in six inches of snow around here, you know? So I think perceptually people get this perception of that we go out and practice in the snow every day. Um, but, um, you know, we're just, like I said, working on being focused and, and uh, improving as a team. I, I think it does. Um, just like I said, understanding this is what it's going to be like, and it even might be even a little more cold, uh, more chilly. So um, we have we have great, like our equipment guys do a great job of getting us ready and getting us prepared to play in cold weather games, and it's something that we embrace. Um, you know, other teams might not like coming here and playing in it, but that's, it is what it is, and you know we got to deal with it. They got to deal with it, and it's going to be fun. It'll be a fun matchup. I, I took my shoes off right now because my toes are still frozen from practice. All right, that is Sound Bits presented by Tim Hortons. Weather is certainly a subject this week. And, you know, we had Micah Hyde in studio here just last hour. And he said, when you are preparing for a game, you have all the things you normally prepare for every week. But when weather is clearly going to be part of the equation, it's very close to the top of your priority list. Not only in terms of what you're going to be dealing with, but what cleats am I going to wear? You know, if it's a snowy yeah. field, what am I going to do? You know, that it's everything. How many layers am I putting on? You can imagine, Buffalo people know this, and people who live in the cold weather know this, if your head is warm and your hands are warm and your feet are warm, you're pretty good to go, you know? The problem is this. you got football shoes on. They're not made to be warm. So your feet get cold, and your hands, you have to use your hands on every single play, and you got these thin little gloves. They get cold. So your feet and your hands are cold. And your head, you can only put so much on under your helmet, one, you know, like a head sleeve or something, and that's just okay. So as, as warm as your body might be able to be, you still feel really chilled to the bone because your feet, hands, and head are cold. Uh, we had guys, and, and you'll see it on the sidelines, they have those turbo heaters that look like a great big long orange tube. You stand at one end of those and, and heat fires out of it. Yeah, you got to be careful not to get too close to those either. You, you get, we had guys melting their shoes. Because your feet are so cold, you put them up there to heat them up, and it gets so hot so fast, and you can't feel it. <laughs> your shoes, they had guys melting their shoes. Yeah. So Somebody had a mitten they lit on fire last year by yeah. accident. So because you're so cold, you can't feel the heat reaching you. So there you go. I mean, it's a problem. It's a problem. And, uh, and we'll see. I, I, you got to deal with it. Everybody's going to have to deal with it. Um, do you think the Dolphins have already lost the psychological battle if they're talking about it all week? Well, or is here's that the overblown? The Dolphins, I don't, I don't buy that really because, you know, every time any Dolphin goes to the podium, that's the question they're answering. So yeah. it sounds like they're, want, they're talking about it, they're all concerned with it, and, and in actuality, it's the, they're just answering questions that's been, that have been asked to them. So I don't feel like those guys are sitting down there laying awake at night worried about it. Uh, but they, it's the lead story for this game all of a sudden. As the yeah. game gets closer, nobody wants to talk about, you know, the matchup with Miami defense and their secondary against the Bills passing game. And 
who's going to be playing wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, who's going to be playing corner for the Dolphins, who's playing safety, what's their secondary going to look like, yada, yada, yada. Quinn and, I mean, uh, uh, Christian Wilkins. You know, all this stuff's going on. And all that's now pushed off to the side, and everybody's talking about the weather. So it's the story of the game so far, and, and I don't know that they don't have a choice that they just got to talk about it, whether, they, whether they're concerned about it or not. Yeah. One thing that we neglected to mention at the top of the show, wanted to bring it up here, Basically, with the owners' meetings, there were several things that they covered there, one of which was the formal approval of the new stadiums, one of which obviously is the Bills Stadium that's expected to open in 2026. The Titans also have a proposed stadium that also was approved on their stadium-related agenda. So they basically in essence, got the blessing of the owners behind closed doors. So that, in addition to the extension of the Bills lease at Highmark, it was set to expire before the start of next season, so they extended that as well. There were a number of stadiums around the league that also got approved for renovation costs. Dallas Cowboys are doing like almost $300 million in renovations and upgrades at AT AT&T Stadium. Um, Denver Broncos and the new ownership there, you know, the people from the Walmart group, they are doing $100 million in upgrades at their stadium. And then the Ravens are doing $1.2 billion in renovations at their stadium. I mean, the Bills' new stadium is going to be $1.4. They're paying $1.2 just to renovate. Well, these renovations are extensive. We've seen it here at Highmark, too, over the, over oh, the years. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. <clears throat> that amount is going to be split between Baltimore's the Baltimore Ravens Stadium and Camden Yards for the Orioles. Sorry, you think that's about a split. It, and you think about it, those stadiums you still kind of think of as being new. For old guys like me. Yeah. We were – I was around when that thing was built. And, yeah, it seems new to me. They, they're great stadiums, no question about it. They're located right downtown, and, you know, they're they're centerpiece of the downtown. They're, they're in, they share parking lots. It's – it's a nice setup, no question about it. That's yep. a lot of money to be renovated just, just for a new coat of paint. You're, well, I think it's a little more than paint. <laughs> Obviously. It better be for that cost. Uh, one other tiny little tidbit from the owners' meetings. The league previously announced that the NFL scouting combine will continue to be run in Indianapolis in 2023 and 2024. But for 2025 and beyond – They're looking at other options. Peter O'Reilly, the NFL executive vice president of club business and league events, said Indy has been a great host, but it's our role to evaluate and look at the other options. So this has been rumored for a few years now. I remember, Steve, when we were there last year, people were talking, wondering if it was going to be if 2022 was going to be the last year in Indianapolis and if it might be, you know, an event that's on the move for the NFL They're always looking to maximize revenue. So if they feel they can move it somewhere else and generate more revenue dollars in whatever way, shape, or form, they will do it. In Um, fact, yes. In fact, I'll go a step further. If they can move it someplace, make it generate more revenue, they don't even care if if it— They'll put it on the moon. Oh, they don't even—oh, and they don't even care if it's not even about football anymore. Because they'll just send their scouts and everybody out to do their own thing anyway. It turned out it was a way for them to consolidate, 
get the book on these guys, get doctors, get a get an objective set of doctors' hands on these and guys. It was relatively centrally located was, in Indy, relatively, right, maybe right. not so also, much for the West Coast teams. And it was also a chance to get them out and just see these guys with your your eyes and sit down with them. And now it's become about two things: one, getting NFL doctors' hands on injured players in college, and the second one is sitting these young men down, looking them in the eye and asking them some pointed questions about their life, their background, their ambitions, and their football knowledge. That's what it's about. Nobody, none of these teams care about 40 times. They don't. It's interesting, it's fun and everything, but you've got guys like Brandon Bean up there watching Gabe Davis back in the day when he ran his 40 time at the Combine, cheering for him to run slow. He yeah, wants him. He wanted he him to run him snow. He, didn't want he, li- he already like. He didn't care what the guy ran. He liked him. Didn't and didn't want anybody to know how if he was fast. So that's what the forty times about. They know. Oh yeah. So if they can move the combine someplace where they can make it, you know, another, you know, umpteen million dollars, they're going to move it, and they don't care if it makes it easier or harder to scout these guys. If it makes more money. <laughs> Right? (laughs) They don't care if they find out less about these guys and their 40 times. Because it's more, it's about the medical and the interview process. That's it. They don't care if this guy can bench 225 30 times or 32 times. They really do not care. Right. So after this year and 2024, the combine could very well have a new home location, but. That's a decision to be made a little bit further down the pike, so we'll find that out in due course. One other bit of news that we didn't get to, and Steve, I know I talked to you about this before we came on the air. Drew Brees, former New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees, has joined the Purdue coaching staff as an interim assistant ahead of their appearance in the Citrus Bowl. The school made the announcement today, earlier today, and basically it's a situation where Breeze wants to come and help them with a transition with some coaching changes that are going to be happening. So he's trying to step in and support the program because head coach Jeff Brom left to take the head coaching job at Louisville. And, you know, this is a good team. They made it to the Big Ten title game, lost to Michigan, obviously, but they're going to be in the Citrus Bowl. And without their head coach, who was their primary play caller also, Breeze is coming in to try to help in that area. Uh, right. as they get ready for their bowl appearance in a couple of weeks. Nice nice job yeah, by an I, alum. Absolutely, and that's probably what this is. Now, I don't know that Drew Brees has designs on becoming a coach or a no, head coach. No, I don't think he does. Um, I think it's a gift to his alma mater. Like a one-off. I think it's an awesome chance for young guys in the college ranks to get to rub up against a guy who's done it at the highest level for a long time as a Hall of Fame type caliber player before he actually is even voted in. Uh, tremendous you know, he's Drew Brees has tremendous cachet in the football world for his throat, his career as a, a saint. And to go back and give that gift, give the gift of his knowledge and expertise and his friendship to the university that he came out of is, is great. Yeah. It's great. A couple of things I didn't know about Brees' career. I wouldn't have guessed 13 Pro Bowls, but that's how many he went to. And he was the first quarterback in NFL history to break 80,000 career passing yards. The first. Oh, yeah. Did that in 2020. He's an all-timer. It's pretty cool. He's an all-timer. Yeah. They, um, and obviously the one Super Bowl title. And he, does, he doesn't really get the respect, you know, that would be given to somebody. 
that should be given to a guy of his caliber. Certainly Sean Payton gets some of the credit, but that's the way it is for quarterbacks and head coaches that kind of go hand in hand. Right. And uh, coaches can coach until they're 70, obviously. So um, a player is a little bit more brief than that. Drew Brees is – folks, if Drew Brees was an all-timer, he came here to Buffalo, remember, and beat the Bills 41, what, 41-11? 46-10. 46-10. 47-10. It was – and it was not even close. Um, and he didn't even throw that much. He was – yeah, he's an all-time great. All-time great. No question about it. Yeah. So, good luck to him. That'll probably draw some more eyeballs to the Citrus Bowl. Like, oh, let's see how he does. I wonder, wonder how he does. You know, see what, an, yeah, see how he does. assistant coach helping on the offensive side of the ball, presumably. So, yeah, kind of a neat little twist to that bowl game, Citrus right. Bowl. I didn't even see who Purdue is playing. Um, but, yeah, they'll be in the Citrus Bowl. And good luck to Drew Brees in his presumably one-off coaching stint. And we'll see how Purdue does. I like the season that they had. It's actually a pretty good season. Yeah. Uh, we got to get back to Bill's Dolphins. And we are discussing things here about the matchup aside from the weather. And we're trying to ascertain what kind of defensive approach the Bills are going to take. My presumption, Steve, is that the Bills are going to do what they do. Leslie Frazier always comes back to that in the grand scheme of things. And I think much like the Niners stuck to what works best for them, I think the Bills will do the same, especially when you consider the fact that it's on a short week. You don't want to be reinventing the wheel in a short week in an important division game that you need to even your season series with this team. Yeah, I don't think they they don't think they they're feeling like they need to reinvent the wheel, but they're, you know, they there's always some pretty significant game change game plan changes from week to week and from the first meeting to the second meeting. Yes. And um and they'll be winding up for it even a little bit before, not too much, but even before the week begins. I mean, late in the week, particularly with the practice squad guys and some of the guys who um I don't know, just interact with the coach. Some guys just interact with coaches like that, and they say, what about the Dolphin? Yep. What are we looking at? And, and they'll start thinking about it even then. Uh, so, yeah, it's – yeah, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Um, the Dolphins scored um, three touchdowns against the Bills in, with only 20 minutes of possession time in the game. Uh, so, while the Bills still hold them off the scoreboard, particularly even with the turnover in their own end, deep in their own end, Dolphins have every reason to think they're going to be able to move the football on the Bills. And if there's something out there that the Bills think they can use, there's absolutely no doubt they've already got it in the game plan. Good news for the Bills. The injury report is out, and this is like a Friday injury report here on Thursday. So you have game designations, and it's pretty clean for Buffalo. Just Ryan Bates and Jordan Phillips out for this game. As Coach McDermott explained this morning in a radio appearance on WGR, as he does every week, everybody else that was working their way through some Knicks Good to go for the game. That includes Matt Milano, Reggie Gilliam, and Ed Oliver. All three of them participated in practice. Gilliam and Ed Oliver fully. Milano was limited, but none of them have an injury designation for the game Saturday night. None of them are questionable. None of them are doubtful. None of them are out, which means they are good to go. So certainly some good news. Getting some more players back in the fold. Oliver got nicked last week. Looks like he's going to be good to play. Gilliam missed last week's game with the ankle injury. 
he's back in the lineup. And in a game that could have measurable snow on the field, you're going to want to have your fullback, Steve. Yeah, Gilliam's been a nice player. He's he's caught some balls for him. Um, I, yeah, being as healthy as you can be is great. Uh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit worried about guys like Matt Milano. A little bit worried about guys like Roger Saffold. Who, you know, um, guys who just kind of feel like they're just kind of making it work. Um, you know, even Steph Diggs didn't practice today. It's probably is a veteran rest day. Um, I, yeah, I, you, all these guys, and I, I, I hesitate to, to talk about it because you just know, even the guys that aren't even on this list who practice fully all week are just dragging around some steamer trunk of an injury that they're just, they're just putting up with. It's not going to – it's just – you just play uncomfortable all the time at this time of year. It's just no – it's just – I get it. saps the fun out of it. So it's huge that these guys are going to be able to go. I applaud the team for giving them some time off and letting them rest it up because – you know, not it wasn't so long ago when teams just said, listen, tape it up. We need you to practice if you want to play. Yeah. Padded practices kind of fall by the wayside this time of year. They just oh, don't exist sure. anymore because they got to take the licks off the players. All right, we got to take a break here, though, because when we come back, the Hall of Famer is scheduled to join us. One Thurman Thomas coming up next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker, and joining us on the line, probably doing his best Chris Kringle imitation out there shopping for Christmas gifts, is the Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas. How are we doing, Thurman? <laughs> Christmas shopping is over. I'm already done, Brownie. Oh, good for you, man. You're ahead of the curve. For... Yeah, I, 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 yeah, about the last five or six years, I've been way ahead of the curve. Because, I, just, you know, guys usually do it, what, two days or one day before, yeah. and everything's gone. Everything's gone, so I've learned my lesson. Okay. Well, well good for you. It's nice to know you're a reformed man uh, when it comes to Christmas shopping. <laughs> Very well done. Uh, before before we get into the game on Saturday night, we did want to mention that your, your Thomas Family Foundation, in a long, yep. along with Delta Sonic, you guys are collaborating to benefit the Compass House. And, you know, maybe just talk to us about how that collaboration kind of came together uh, to support Compass House. Well, you know, I, I, I've been knowing the uh, Bendersons for a long, long time, and uh, their their uh, person reached out to me. I think his name is Kyle George, and we've had conversation. He's had conversations with my wife, and uh, and I like just also like to thank uh, Jeremy uh, Kelly for really putting this together and uh, really getting the key components and the key people together to uh, do this. And yeah, we're going, I'm going to be out there with my wife um, from nine to 11 uh, at Delta Sonic. I think it's the one on transit. That's right. That's uh, right. Delta Sonic in Lancaster. 4817 transit road in Depew. Yeah. Yeah. I will be out there, you know, taking pictures. I don't know if the weather's going to require me to sign autographs, but I'm going to be out there taking pictures from nine to 11 uh, with the customers that come out and donate uh, and donate stuff uh, to the Thurman Thomas Fam Family Foundation. So, uh, you know, it's the holidays. I, I know people are, you know, busy. I know there's a lot of people at Delta Sonic. So uh, we just got together and thought that'd be a perfect place. And uh, yeah. I mean, because I go there all the time, my wife, go and I'm sure you guys go there all the time, too. Oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. 
great collaboration with those guys, and uh, yeah, we're we're happy to uh, to be a part of it. Yeah, let me just go down a quick list of you know kind of donations you're going to be looking for: hats, gloves, scarves, clothing, all of that stuff. Basic yeah. household hygiene items for youth or young adults, like towels, pots and pans, sheets, silverware, and stuff. Diapers, wipes for babies, gift cards. You can gift cards are always appropriate. For everybody, right? Always and then, of course, cash yeah. is going to be accepted at the register as well. So all that stuff's going to be um, accepted, and, um, and this will be on the Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, December 7th. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So if you come to the game, if you're coming down transit or anywhere in the game, drop by first at 9 a.m. to through 11. Stop by there, drop all that stuff off, and then go to the game. Right. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, the game is at the game is at eight, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but you, you gotta know, get there gotta, early. You gotta get your tailgate in. <laughs> Who? You, eight hours, everybody, tailgate. man. Every, listen, oh, I, man. Can you what time? Okay, okay. You don't even know what time they're gonna open up the gates. What? Four o'clock. No, it won't be four. It'll be more like six. 15, no, it'll be six, five. Okay. It's usually three hours. Th- right? it's, no. No, it's four hours before oh, you mean, game it's time. Four, oh, you, the gates to the parking lot is four hours. Yeah, four fifteen. But not everybody yeah. parks in the in the team lots. I mean, true. The ra- true that. The yeah. neighborhood. True that. The That's neighborhood. why I love you. Yeah. That's why I love you, Task, because you come up with the great ideas, man. Yeah. <laughs> you already got it planned. Let me out. just say this. <laughs> Let me just say this. It, I am. It's. We're all lucky. I think Western New York's lucky that the weather's going to be so bad. Because could you imagine if it was seventy degrees and sunny this weekend, and you got a Saturday night game with Bills, with Bills country being able to go there all day, all Friday night, yeah, all day Saturday. That's not a good recipe, right? Um, that least, would be yeah, that would be that's a, not a good recipe. That at would least be for everybody's ex- liver. That would be exactly like a <laughs> lake effect snow band right there. That would be just as right. much. That would wreak just as much havoc. So just to spell right. it out one more time for everybody: Delta Sonic in Lancaster, forty-eight seventeen Transit Road, Depew, New York. Delta Sonic's already contributed five thousand dollars to the Thomas Family Foundation right. for Compass House. Mm-hmm. So so good job on them. And this all goes to the Compass House, right? That's right. Yes. Yep. Emergency, I'll go to the house. Yeah, emergency shelter and resource center of Western New York. Billy Buffalo is going to be there along with DJ Milk and DJ Yes. I, I'm hearing that Santa Claus will be there as well. Hopefully the sleigh makes it in. Um, 
And then, as Thurman said, an opportunity to meet him and Patty. And I'm sure he'll be happy to take any and all pictures you may want to take with him. And there'll be some giveaways as well, including Bill's autographed items and some free car washes. All right. So good luck with that yep. event on Saturday, Thurm. Awesome. Thanks, Let's Thurm. get to the game. Appreciate it. Um, yep. Steve was referencing the Bills-Dolphins game that you guys played in, 44-34 the final. There was some snow on the ground, but it was like a dusting. Divisional playoffs. Made yeah. that old turf really slick. This new turf kind of holds the snow better, I feel. Um I don't know if it's going to change cleats for the guys if they have measurable snow. What did you wear if you ever played in measurable snow before cleat-wise? You're asking me a question that I really can't answer right now because I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. You know what, Brownie? But I will tell you this. It wasn't like a special cleat or anything like that. Uh, Yeah, I, I just, and you know, we're playing on really hard turf, so. I was just basically wearing turf shoes. Okay, I didn't right. change it or have the spikes, you know, longer or, or what have you, or thicker. I just wore regular, uh, regular size uh, shoes and um, regular size flats, and it worked out perfectly because I, I, I think this is an advantage for me, especially for a red, because I know where I'm going. Hmm. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to set up a guy. I mean, you've seen guys over the past years. I mean. Look how great of a game LaShawn McCoy has in snow games, yeah. you know, and, and I don't think he changes any of his cleats or anything like that. So now I wouldn't change a thing. Was, and when I played, I didn't change a thing. It was different too, because the, and I was watching a little bit of that game. Somebody put it out over social media and I, I went back and watched a little bit of the YouTube of that game. The, the field was really, really slippery all over the place. Yes. Very slippery. This field is not going to be that slippery unless there's, the snow will be slippery, but the field will not. Uh, the, in right. that 2000, 2017 game against the Colts, nobody was standing on the field because they were up on the snow, <laughs> right? But this it's a completely yeah. different surface, and you'll be able to see how it's going to be because the new surfaces are so uniform that if it's slippery yeah. at one corner of the field, it's going to be exactly the same slippery on the other corner, the opposite corner of the field. Uh, it'll be interesting to yeah. see what – is going to be possible because depending on how the weather goes and what the temperature of the air is, how much moisture and how much snow was the was the field frozen before they uncovered it and then you know then the snow fell or was it warm under the tarp when they uncovered it and because that'll make all the surface different too. You just don't know until you go out there and start running around on it how it's going to affect the game. There's just no way to anticipate it. No way to anticipate it, but I tell you what. Uh... Whatever it's going to be, I think the, the Bills are going to play an outstanding football game. I, I think they're they're ready to, you know, get on this second run of the season. Uh, I know they got hot last year, like Brownie said a couple of weeks ago. They were 7-6 and six at this point last year, and, and they went on a run. They got hot again. And I know everyone is kind of expect. I, I, I mean, I want to see them to score 30, 35 points every single game, and it's not happening, you know. They're winning the ways that Josh talked about. The other day. They're finding ways to win. And when you have a team like that, when you talk about the elements, they don't worry about the elements. They worry about going out there, executing the game plan and try to get them uh, another W to really get them going again because the offense has been sputtering the last couple of weeks, but they've been able to win football games. Right. The Dolphins have kind of hit the skids offensively the last two weeks. You saw two different teams play them two different ways. San Fran, mostly a zone scheme. Chargers decided to go press man. Didn't want to show any fear. 
They pressed those guys. They shut off the middle of the field, and Tua turned into a pumpkin in that game on Sunday night. Um, what what do you think the Bills do defensively on a short <laughs> week here, Therm? I mean, they probably just do what they normally do, right? I mean, they may take some elements of those two game plans, but they kind of do what they do best, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think you won't see the Bills switch up or do anything differently. I mean, they play great defense all year long, all year long. And you know what? They're getting some guys back. Uh, you know, Trey White didn't play in this game last last time uh, that they met. I think Jordan Foyer was out, too. He was. So they had some out, guys man. who, yeah, they had some guys who are out that are going to be back on the field. And I think that changes the dynamic of what the Miami Dolphins want to do. Because having Milano out there and having – and having Trey White. I mean, those are key three defensive guys that you have to handle. And coming off of the performance like they did last week against the Jets uh, and knowing that Miami has struggled in the last couple of weeks, I don't see them changing anything. I, I think the D-line is still going to get after the quarterback. They're going to get after Tua. And uh, like you said, the running backs are not healthy. So, hey, I, I just think this is a perfect game for the Bills at this point to really – really put some separation between them and the rest of the teams in the in the AFC. Right. And then you also, you know, you look at the conference race because if they win this game, the division is pretty much sewn up because they'll go three up on Miami with three games to play. They won't clinch the division, but for all intents and purposes, right. it's right there for them. I mean, they'd have to fall on their face not to win the division if they beat Miami Saturday night. So then it becomes a question of, you know, keeping your foot on the gas to stay the top seed in the conference. Because we've heard them talk the last two years now in the offseason when the year ends, we have to get home field advantage in the playoffs. The top seed has been critical. I mean, wouldn't we all like to see Patrick Mahomes play a playoff game on the road for once? I mean, my God. For what? For what? It seems like he's at he's – He's in Kansas City every single year that the playoffs start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he got lucky last year He's because Tennessee Tennessee was the one seed last year, but they lost to Cincinnati. So then they were the two seed, and they were all home games again. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's a big game. And I think our schedule, I think you guys may have talked about it, looked at it, that, you know, our schedule is a little bit tougher than theirs, Kansas City. Oh, yeah. I, I Kansas think, City's got one of the easiest. Yeah. Got one of these. I think they played Denver twice. Or have yep. they played Denver yeah. twice? Uh, but yeah, they have a they. Their schedule is not like ours. But I, I don't mind playing these type of games because it builds character. It builds the strength of your football team. And you know, with Miami this week, Chicago next week, then you know, probably the biggest game out of this besides the Miami game is the Cincinnati game because they're on a hot streak and you know they're right they're right on our tail. And so and they over the last four or five weeks they've turned it up and they've won games without uh jamar chase and, and joe mixon and that's and joe mixon you're exactly right so i mean when they talk about joe burrows being one of the top guys in the national football league this is why i mean because i think they were started off one and four maybe or somewhere around there i mean the first four or five games wasn't good for those guys and they've turned it around they've become one of the teams that are very very hot right now yeah, the Bengals did. Yeah, they started out uh, two and three on the season before they two started. And three. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they were struggling out of the you know with a little bit of a probably a Super Bowl hangover from from uh, January. <laughs> so yeah, give us an idea this this game. I mean, if and you you know you talk about 
it's not going to be perfect conditions. How? Do, what do you think? And I, we had Micah Hyde on here a minute ago, and he were talking. We were talking about how each team. You never. It's impossible to predict these games because even the weather becomes a matchup problem for the offense or defense of whatever team is playing. So the Miami team in this kind of conditions, which we don't know exactly what it's going to be, how they match up against the weather goes into the mix of how they match up with the Bills' defense. Um, I mean, there's a whole new level of <laughs> uncertainty about what this game's going to look like, but what's your best guess as to how this game unfolds? I think the Bills win. I think the guy. I think the guys up front, uh, the offensive line, uh, along with Dawson Knox, um, I think one of our running backs is going to get over 100 yards. I think one of our running backs is going to get over 100 yards, mm. and that's going to really, all depending on the weather, once again, really carry us to victory. And uh, if these two running backs, uh, one of them get over 100 yards and another one get 50, get over 150 yards rushing along with, what, maybe 30 to 40 yards rushing for Josh Allen, I think they win the game handily. Uh, Miami can't run the football. We're playing great defense right now. Uh, and if they want to try to run the ball, I don't think they will be able to. So I see the Bills winning this game handily. I really do. Okay. And the Bills, by the way, the only team in the National Football League to run for at least 100 yards or more in every game this season. The only team to do that. Uh, we've gotten this far, Thurm, and we haven't talked Cole Beasley. Uh, John Brown comes in two yeah. weeks ago. Cole Beasley's in now. They're both on the practice squad, but they could be called up at any given time for a game day. Brown has been the last two weeks, has played sparingly. What do you foresee right. as Cole Beasley's role going forward here? Do you see him as a minor role player or something bigger? I think it's something bigger. I absolutely do. Because if Ron and Tasker, if you look at the beginning of the season, hey, man, Devin Singletary had about, what, 13, 14 catches after two games. They were doing the short passing game, and all of a sudden they started opening up a little bit more, and you and you haven't seen that since. And I think that's the reason why Cole is back. I, I think he gives you another element, which is we always we thought that Jason Crowder was going to be that guy. Jameson Crowder thought he was going to be that guy, but he's been hurt. And we haven't ha found anybody to have that slot. I, I, I love Steph Diggs, but I want him on the outside. I, I want him on the outside, stretching the def defense along with Gabe Davis. So to have that element right there with Cole Beasley, and he's been in this offense for, you know, three years. I know some term terminology probably has changed from Dabo to, uh, to Dorsey, but I think bringing Cole back, and I'm glad they have a conversation about the other things that happened once he left. And, uh, hey, I think the Bills right now are doing everything that they possibly can to win a Super Bowl for the city of Buffalo. And if it takes back, bringing back Cole Beasley, these guys are ready for the long run. How likely do you think it is that Beasley can walk off a pickup basketball court and play in the <laughs> NFL game? You know what? Um I don't know how that's going to turn out, Tasker. You're exactly right, but I know that they can't run the no huddle really, really fast. I think it's one of those games where, you know what, you let him get his legs underneath them. Uh, you know, he did play two games in Tampa Bay uh, for the Buccaneers and then retired. So, hey, I, I think the guy, you know, he stays in pretty good shape. I know basketball and football are two different sports, but I think, you know what, 
he would not have taken on this opportunity to come back if he wasn't in shape, in some type of shape. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you think? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, how good it is. I mean, they can, they'll get a feel for it during this week. I mean, he came in on Monday, Monday night, um, yeah. and it's a short week. So um, I think the real, the only thing you fear, I think, is an injury Yep. Because of the intensity of the game and all that, and he, he he'll he'll mm-hmm. blow it, he'll pop a spring because, you know, <laughs> he just hasn't been yeah. able to run that with that much intensity, and he pushed himself. And I, the worst thing that can possibly happen, I was telling Brownie this this morning, what'll probably happen? You can just see it happening. The unthinkable happens. He gets in. They're going to put him in. He plays for a minute. He gets a snap, and all of a sudden, there's nobody around him, he's, and he has to run 65 yards for a touchdown. And yet, you know, and he blows a hammy because nobody expected him to be that open, right? I mean, that's what happens. These guys, the most unbelievable thing happens where he's going to win the game, and because yeah. they didn't believe it, he pops a pops yeah. a hamstring because he got so open. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really do think they ease him back into it. I mean, I don't want Cole Beasley to come out here and play sixty or seventy plays. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, but to have him out there for at least half of those, maybe 30, 35 plays. I think that's a good number for him. And just, you know what, just work himself into football shape for the rest of the year. Now, obviously, I think with him being there, there's going to be a lot of those, you know, second and uh, second and three situations. And I think that's the reason why they're they're bringing it back because we've had a long couple of games now where it's been third and long, and we haven't really picked up that. And so I think they want to get back to second and three, second and four, having a lot more options when, when it's that short. Thurm, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Dolphins' defense does not travel. They give up 15 points a game at home, 31 points a game on the road. Now, Steve went down the Steve went down the schedule, and granted, they have played a few tougher teams on the road than at home, but it's not a clear like, oh, my God, they played the Sisters of the Poor at home all season and they played juggernauts on the right. road. It's not a uniform list. But that's a two-touchdown difference, Thurm. What is how do you how do you square that? Yeah, I, I don't know, Brownie. I, I, that's, yeah, you like you said, it's two touchdowns. It's not like it's seven points or yeah. three points or six. It's 14 points, and that is a lot. And like you said, I don't know who they played on the road and really don't care for it, but you know what? They're on the road again. And that's my point. <laughs> I think, yeah, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hey, look, only thing that I'm looking for, I'm looking for Bill's mafia to go crazy at this game. I mean, I think the fans will be a part of it. They're going to look into the stadium and be like, these people are coming out here. It's raining and snowing and they still fill the, fill the stadium. That's what we need. That's what we need. We need that energy for the offense, defense, and special teams. All right, so I was saying this, too. Is this a game, Therm? So, say it turns into the worst possible weather conditions. Is this a game where you either, A, have to be at the game because it's going to be one of those games, or, B, absolutely (laughs) watch it from home because you don't want any part of that game? Which is it? Until the forecast until the forecast came out, I was 100% I'm there. But now I'm 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> so I don't. Well, at least he's honest. 
Yeah, so so you know, I, I was glad that they didn't call me to be like the legend of the game. So because I probably would have denied them of me going out of the foot. I'm 50-50, man. I'm you know, I'm not as old as you, Tasker, but I, I this cold weather, man, and yeah. the snow and all this, it, it it takes a lot out of you. And then, you know, the game is at 8 15 at night. I mean, that's yeah. It's cold. That's a lot. Yeah. Therm, that is cold. Therm's that ready to cold. Therm's ready to take a nap at 10. So, yeah. I mean, he might not even get to the second <laughs> half. Uh, Therm, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we see you at the stadium, but we'll leave that up to you. One reminder, if you have a red player jersey in your closet, make sure you wear it because it's the color rush game. They're going to have the red jerseys on. Yep. So, make sure you're properly attired if you are showing up. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Hey. Remind everybody, Saturday, Sonic yeah. in Lancaster, nine to eleven tomorrow Saturday morning. That's Eat right. Got you. Saturday nine, morning, nine to eleven Saturday morning. The transit uh, location of Sonic Car Wash, Delta uh, Sonic. Yeah, and it's actually it, the mailing address is actually in Depew, but it's forty eight seventeen, I believe, uh, is the is that the is the address. They'll be there from nine to eleven. If you have any donations that you can make for Compass House, please do so. And Thurm will be out there to take pictures. They'll have some giveaways out there along with DJS. Thurm, thanks for the time. Uh, enjoy the game on Saturday night. We'll catch up with you next week. <laughs> All right, guys. All, All right. right. Take care. That's Bill's, that's Bill's Hall of Famer, Thurman Thomas, uh, joining us here, as he does every week, talking Bill's football. And maybe we'll see him, and maybe we won't. <laughs> I know. How about it? I'm at 50-50. <laughs> we'll take a break here. When Steve and I come back, we'll give you an update on our Bills by the Numbers podcast. The latest episode is out. We'll tell you what's in store there. Next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Next here on One Bills Live. The sponsor is Toyota. Toyota is the exclusive and official vehicle of the Buffalo Bills. Toyota, let's 
go places. Quick injury update from Dolphins practice. Left tackle Teron Armstead returned to practice today, but again, we're dealing with walkthrough sessions down there. They're not doing any real practices. Elijah Campbell, the backup safety, who backs up Eric Rowe, who was not at practice, is wearing a red non-contact jersey as he's trying to make his way through the concussion protocol to get back on the field and medically cleared. Jeff Wilson, though, is out at practice. We'll see what his designation is after suffering a hip injury last week against the Chargers. He's one of their two running backs. Steve, our latest episode of our podcast, Bills by the Numbers, is out, where we let the stats tell you where the Bills are at. We kind of diced up the receiver situation right now with the Bills. I actually did pretty good in the numbers game this week. You did do pretty good in the numbers game. I was back in the saddle. For those that don't know, this is a separate program from our daily show here, One Bills Live. So if you don't have a chance or you haven't checked it out yet, please do so on any of your podcast platforms. Just type in Bills by the Numbers and there it will be. Steve and I back tomorrow. Big show as always. We'll see you at 1. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.